0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Facebook Live broadcast this morning. My name is Gord Bickman, and I am the podcast manager here at Strategic Coach. I'm here with the founder of Strategic Coach, Dan Sullivan. And uh, today we're really happy you're with us because we're going to be talking about podcasting as a wildly effective and also inexpensive marketing tool. So welcome, Dan. Yeah, thank you, Gord. And, uh, you know, I want to
1: put out a uh, kudos to Joe Polish of uh, Genius Network because about eight years ago, Joe talked to me and he said you know podcasting is where it's going and Joe is just a genius at marketing and he's really in touch with you know the latest developments especially those that are assisted by the latest technology. And uh, so we got going, and uh, I found I really liked it. Uh, Actually, I kind of went wild, and I I said, well, I'll do a podcast with this person. I'll do a podcast with that person. I'll do a podcast. And, you know, I'm a front stage guy. And meanwhile, the backstage was getting very complicated. So a year ago, you know, we went through a really, really careful specifying who could come in and manage all the complexity of our podcasts and you applied and it's been fantastic the last year has just been fantastic the skill that you brought to us because you had had really really extensive experience in radio and and actually it's podcasting which is causing radio to totally have to rethink
0: its entire model Yeah, they've really disrupted the whole space and a lot of the experts are saying that podcast advertising is actually going to be greater than the advertising on traditional radio, it's going to flip. So if you stick with us throughout the broadcast today, we're going to be talking about podcasting, but more specifically how podcasting can help you grow your brand, Mm -hmm. how it can help you bring the right prospects to your company and how you can turn those prospects into paying clients much more simply than you ever thought possible. Earlier, the segue into Joe Polish is a great place to start because Joe was the one who introduced you to the medium. And I wanted to ask, did you have any inkling what it was going to be like? Did you think you were just having fun, or did you have some sense of how effective these were going to be to accomplish your goals here at Strategic Coach when you first started?
1: Well, I think first of all, it took some getting used to because I didn't really realize the global impact of podcasts because I'd done a lot of recordings in my life, but these were tape recordings and then cassette recordings and then CD recordings. But it was still, uh, you had to do the sending out, you know. And what surprised me was that unlike radio, which is restricted basically to regions or local regions... Podcasting: the moment that you re- record and you can do it live, uh, it just goes global because it's the internet. Uh, what we're taking advantage here of the internet, and actually, um, Gord, to a certain extent, what we're doing on Facebook Live can be compared to podcasting because we're the one who chose the time for the Facebook Live, so we were in control of the time when it's going to happen. And uh, some of our podcasts are actually. Uh, not only audio podcasts, but they're also video podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of similar, but uh, we can do it when we want it. We can send it out when we want it. And so the freedom that you get, and uh, you know, in Strategic Coach right now, the big uh, breakthrough for us in our 30th year or so, on November 13th, we celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Strategic Coach workshop program for entrepreneurs, successful, talented uh... ambitious entrepreneurs and it's right at this time that we've entered a whole new realm that we call the free zone frontier and i was thinking about podcasts podcasts in the world today is really a free zone frontier anyone who's got anything to say and they have an audience to say it to At very low cost, I mean, it's almost negligible how much it costs to do this, you can create yourself a global radio station. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: And that's basically what we've done here at Strategic Coach. We currently have 11 shows, uh, and you can find them all at strategicpodcasts.com. And that's a great uh, way to lead us into kind of the meat of what we're going to be talking about here, Dan. So I came up with five reasons why podcasts are amazing marketing tools for entrepreneurs so we can just go through these and then i'll get your thoughts on mm-hmm. some of them if that makes sense so you brought this up earlier but we can sort of dig a little bit deeper into it is that your message and your story reach prospects globally and you've had some examples and some instances of people who have heard about strategic coach and made some contact and entered mm-hmm. the program from some places that we never even thought possible
1: yeah well i, I have a, a a really interesting story, and that was with Joe Polish. We have a podcast called Ten Times Talk, and we've been going for eight years. We have hundreds of episodes, and uh, we found out <laughs> uh, after a while because you can actually find out where people are listening from. That we found out that Joe and I had a real big fan club in Kazakhstan, and apparently there was kind of almost like a club that got together and listened to Ten Times Talk, and then they would talk through. They would talk through. So the thing, uh, the thing is that you're constantly surprised by who is listening to your podcast, but the one that you're talking about that uh, really surprised me. So um, our clients for Strategic Coach increasingly come from all over the world. So last Friday, and uh, I was in Chicago, we have a program that we do in Chicago, and uh, we had uh, um, someone from Singapore, we had someone from Budapest, uh, Hungary, and we had someone from Santiago, Chile. Generally speaking, the ones who come from a long way, their first contact with us is really a podcast. And Mm -hmm. they hear a podcast. And then the neat thing about podcasts is that you may be doing your 50th episode of the podcast, but when someone comes across it, every podcast you did is brand new to them. Mm -hmm. So podcasts are always brand new to the person who is just uh, experiencing it. It's not like last year's radio program. And usually they'll, they'll reflect what's going on. You know in the news or anything like that and they're dated so it's not interesting listening to old old radio broadcasts Mm -hmm. but podcasts which are usually uh, it's about a particular topic it's very you can very narrowly focus it but I had three um, entrepreneurs who found out that they lived within 20 miles of each other in Mumbai in India and they met at the strategic coach program and each of them discovered that they had come across Strategic Coach by listening to the podcast. I have another one with Peter Diamandis, which is called Exponential Wisdom About Technology. So one of them had come through that podcast. The other two came from my podcast with Joe Polish. And I was just sitting there, and I said, "Man, this is what a world! You know, you can, <laughs> you just, uh, you just can put out." messages to like-minded people and like-minded people they form a community so you can form a community this way and this is just the greatest kind
0: of marketing in the world mm-hmm. and as it turns out sales we're going to take our first question from facebook now we uh see that they're rolling in so Suvi.
1: Brian wants to know, do you have to have interviews on your podcast in order for them to be
0: successful, or can you use your own content?
1: Both ways, because I have strategic coach. We have um, four podcasts in the top 100, marketing and uh, business podcasts on um, iTunes, and three of them are where I'm interviewing. So um, I have Peter Diamandis, I have Joe Polish, and then we have one called Inside Strategic Coach with Shannon Waller. But I have another one called uh multiply, uh Mindset Multiplier and uh Multiplier Mindset. I gotta know know what I'm actually doing here. And, but you see here I just made a mistake on a podcast and that's just part of the that's just part of the culture and text on it. Oh yeah. It because it's informal. It's informal. But that's also and that's one I just have podcasts that might be five minutes long or eight minutes long. Uh, the podcast that Gordon and I have, where we really go in depth. But the two things we established in the very first podcast that we did, and Brian, this is an answer to your question. Um, First of all, you have to have really something to say to somebody out there. So, you know, you have to be confident that you have something really good and really valuable to say. That's the first thing. And the other thing is that you have to actually like the people that you're sending. Yeah, you 're speaking to you yeah. Yeah. you can't send <laughs> bad messages out you you know you, you just won't attract an audience you have to be a good person, you know, and you're a good person i'm a good person and but we have a lot to say about this, and we know that there's a lot of people out there that this is they would really like to know what we 're discovering because we 're actually pioneering you know everybody in the podcast world is pioneering and they're charting out new territory. And you just returned from uh, Orlando, where the big, big podcast conference, and you could really see how much just this, these are the early days and people are charting out no, whole new territories in this world. Yeah. But if you've got something and um, you want to talk about it, now, Brian, I will tell you one thing, and Gord, I think you'll probably back this up. If you read it, they won't be interested. Okay. But if you can just talk to the Uh, you know, talk uh, as if someone is
0: uh, listening in a normal conversation, that would be much more interesting than if you read it. It's all improv and the answer is always yes. So thanks for your question, Brian. I hope we answered it sufficiently. And we're going to move on to the second point of why podcasting are fantastic marketing tools. And Dan, this uh, brings in one of the sort of one of the newest uh, coach concepts here of who not how. So it's not as hard as you think to get started, and we get a lot of questions from coach clients and people who are just trying to get into the space. And they say, "Well, how do I do this? I how do I set up the studio? How do I how do I how do I how do I?" And then the concept of who not how has been transformative for you in taking this network from mm-hmm. its infancy of one show with Joe Polish to the eleven that we have now. Mm-hmm. So if you could start off with. The concept of who not how, and then how you use that to build the Mm -hmm. network by finding the who's to do the how's and fill in all the blanks of the things that you didn't know how to do.
1: Yeah, and what I would say, you know, and a lot of people are very interested in the podcast world, uh, They, you know, they have a business, they have a product that they're really passionate about, and they already have uh, a network of customers or prospects. So my feeling is that your first audience You would just direct the podcast out specifically to the audience you already have and then be open to the feedback, both, uh, you know, where people say, you know, I would really like you to hear, uh, hear more about this topic. And basically it's a relationship with the world. So I always consider myself 50% of the partnership and the audience is the other 50%. And they will provide me with ideas and they say, you know, I didn't think you really did this really clearly and that's really good for me because I'll say, well, if it was clear, how would I have approached it? And then they, they're in a teaching position to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm both someone who's ahead of them, but then I'm, I'm getting the feedback from the audience. So I love this interaction activity, and it's happening right now as it's happening right here on Facebook Live, you got to be open to other people having creative ideas for you, and then they start feeding you creative ideas. But you have to be the first out. You're the one who has to get in the pool first, and then you can have a pool party, uh, and everybody else will jump in the pool. But you you, really have to have some commitment and courage for the period and then you'll develop capability and confidence from doing it you know the secret to any new thing is you have to be committed to doing it to go through the early nervousness and the early uh, discomfort of doing it and so that's courage and then capability
0: will develop and then you'll become more confident back to uh the viewer questions we have one more suvi
1: Nicole would like to know, where else do you publish your podcast? iTunes, your website?
0: I can take that one. So we have uh, a homepage, obviously, Strategic Podcasts. Dot-com and that is where all of our shows live that is our network page and then we publish anywhere that you get your audio We are on iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on stitcher. We are on Spotify We are on iHeartRadio Essentially, there are a lot of podcast players right now And it may get a little confusing because it seems like there's millions of places to go and get them and that's true but if you are publishing a show A lot of these players will actually pull directly from iTunes. iTunes is sort of the beast in the space. So if you publish to iTunes, which probably 80% of the traffic globally right now comes from iTunes, Google, you would think they're a little bit bigger than they are, but they're not. And then all of the other players pull from iTunes. So if you hit the big four, that would be my suggestion, would be iTunes is a can't-miss. Google, Spotify, Stitcher, that's where I would start. Mm -hmm. And we have one more question.
1: Vlad would like to know, how do you decide on the podcast topics?
0: This uh, leads very beautifully into uh, a discussion of the impact filter, Dan, and how you use that to structure your shows. So could you let people know a little bit of the history of the impact filter and how you use that to make sure that everyone's on the same page before you go into the studio?
1: This is uh, actually, this is a impact filter that Gord did uh, to set up the show because he's the host uh, of the show this is a tool that we have in Strategic Coach and uh, actually one of the books uh, that we have in our series is called The Extraordinary Impact Builder*, because this is the way to set up any project and if you want to set up a project and get other people's teamwork I always create this document, but basically you say, well, this is the project, and the uh, purpose is to tell our audience today about podcasts, and the importance is because this is probably the fastest growing communication platform in the world right now, and then the ideal outcome is that everybody who tunes in just gets a lot out of this, and it it sparks their interest to go much further with uh, podcasts. And then we say what's the best can happen, you know, you and I are just the highlight of everybody's day today, you know, everybody. Geez, those two, I don't know if I can even work oh, on the shucks. rest of the day, I, I'm just so charged up by what, the, wor- the worst can be saying, gee, is there something on the other channel, and I, you know, and I hope this doesn't last too much longer, and uh, so you kind of talk about just what you want, And in that part of the impact filter, I'm just selling myself on the project before I get anyone else involved. So I always have a feeling that I shouldn't try to sell something that I'm not sold on myself. Mm -hmm. And that just saves an enormous amount of time because anyone who gets an impact filter from me knows I'm 100% sold or I'm not going to waste their time. And then I say, if this is going to be successful, then this will be true, this will be true, this will be true, this be true. And so uh, there's lots and lots of very creative people getting involved in this world because it's easy to get involved with it. The barrier to entry is zero. The cost of entry is zero.
0: Mm-hmm. Really, I mean... Uh, There's so many companies popping up in the space. When I was down at the conference in Orlando, it's just there are so many who's available to do the hows. Going back to the strategic coach concept of who, not how, there are tons of people who can fill in all the blanks for you. And like Dan said, the barrier to entry for a podcast, to launch one yourself, has it's, it's never been lower because maybe a few years ago you would have had to invest a bit of time in trying to figure out some of the technology some of the audio editing stuff and people who've been doing this for a long time like myself take for granted sometimes that maybe it seems quite simple but for people who don't have a background in this there are companies available out there right now with a simple google search and you can really find all the help you need to get started in the podcast space suvi tom would like to know when you're starting out with your podcast how often do you recommend putting out an episode I would suggest that twice a month is optimal. There are some people who do weekly shows, and that's great, too. Uh, as much as your schedule allows for, I think that is going to be the schedule you stick with. Mm-hmm. Some shows are monthly. Some shows are twice a month. Some are weekly. There are people who do daily shows. There are people who do the five-minute every morning. Mm-hmm. They just blast it right out. Whatever you have time to do and whatever feels comfortable for you. I mean, it's going to be essentially a full-time job if you're... An entrepreneur and you're doing you know you're building your business you might not have time to do a half an hour long-form interview every single day but to put them out as consistently as you possibly can. I don't recommend waiting more than you know five weeks, six weeks. Yeah. That's getting a little long because one of the things we've learned when you really dig into the data is if you go long stretches of time without publishing anything, there's only so much real estate on your device. And if you see that there's a show that hasn't had an update in months upon months, upon months well, someone's gonna tell you about a new show mm-hmm. and that's gonna take the space of the show that hasn't been updated in a while. Consistency is the key. If you do a monthly mm-hmm. show, And that's the agreement that you've made with your audience and they expect a show every month and that's fine they're gonna expect that every month I'm gonna get an episode of this show if it's bi-weekly that's fine too but consistency is the key just make sure that the agreement that you make with your audience stays true throughout the duration of the show as it's being published
1: yeah well the other thing is uh, crucial part of my development of my business and I just treat it like I do, you know, what are the things that I continually do on, uh, you know, on a regular basis in my business? And I said, this is just going to be the next, uh, next thing. Mm-hmm. I do workshops, I write books, I do videos, and everything else. And I just consider it part of my business schedule. And I have to tell you, uh, you know, I mean, uh, the learning that I had to do. I was born in 1944, and you know, this is a different world. I have to tell you, in this, I'm really telling you that I'm an old guy here and that is when the people said well it goes into the cloud and I said the cloud? Where's the cloud? And they said well it's not actually a where it's, a, it's a something else and I said well what happens when the cloud fills up and they said well it doesn't actually fill up you know. So I'm telling you uh, some of the adjustments that I that I had to make but then you begin to realize that I'm just talking to friends, you know, I just consider it that uh, I have friends and uh, and uh, I'm going to keep them up to date with my latest thinking and I'm going to get feedback from them because, you know, there's questions that we won't get to because we're shooting for about 30 minutes here so, but uh, we'll look at the questions and say, gee, that's a really interesting question or, you know, an observation and it's a learning process. So I always feel that as long as I have this regular pattern, it's going to be reciprocal and I'm going to come up with new ideas and other people are going to give me new
0: ideas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And further to the cloud, the cloud doesn't exist. It's just somebody else's computer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what the cloud is. It's not going up anywhere. It's just going to somebody else's computer.
1: I'm shocked with that statement. I (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I can do anything after
0: the show. With the oh boy, yeah. So we were talking about the coach clients. No
1: Santa Claus. Wow. Uh
0: Oh (laughs) We were talking about uh, the new clients that are coming into Strategic Coach, and you brought up this concept that I thought was really—it was clever. You were saying, you know, geez, people are listening to so many of these shows. They're coming into our program, and whereas before we had to start them out. Essentially, they're starting out at home plate. You said people are marinated in the mm-hmm. tools and the language and the concepts of coach. It's like they're starting on third already. Yeah. How do you feel the podcasts have helped as people are coming into the program that they already know essentially what to expect and they already know where to begin? Is that, That's been a yeah, pretty well, significant benefit.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, people want new information and they want new knowledge. But I think that there's a step before they're willing to accept knowledge and information and that they have to feel a relationship. So I always feel that what I'm really, really doing on the podcast, and with your help we're doing it much better than we were, is that I'm forming worldwide relationships with people who their first, uh, you know, the first part of that relationship may stretch over a year where they listen to 30 podcasts. And they're just testing out and my feeling is that we know from the manipulation of visual technology now that people are saying I'm getting fooled more and more because they're doing things on television and on the internet that are kind of fooling me and I think we trust our listening more than we trust our vision and so the podcast is really nice because people are listening to the tone they're listening to how things are being talked about, and they develop a sense of trust for that. And, you know, it's a big world, it's a global world, but there's untrustworthy people out in the world, and they're looking for people they can trust. And I think that the more you just show who you are as a person, as your prime communication, mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, when you joined the, um, you know, you took, the, took us up on the offer of becoming our uh, podcast manager, it was actually one podcast that I did, that we gave you know and I should say this that we had four people who applied for the job but Gord was the only one who actually listened to the podcast and one of the podcasts where I was telling a story about what I'd learned from my father and I was really you know I, I was very complimentary of my father but I said there were some things about the way my father ran his business that was a lesson to me but it was kind of a negative lesson and he said wow boy he says you were you were really forthcoming there. And I said, well, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's my story. Everybody's got a story. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to present myself as something other than what my experience has taught me.
0: Yeah. That's one of the things that podcasting can do for you as well as an entrepreneur. You're building relationships in your sleep, essentially. The greatest compliment that you can give to a broadcaster or a podcaster, and I hear this, people tell me this about Dan, and I heard this myself throughout my 10 years on the radio, was when people would approach you and they don't know you, Even better than, you're funny or this thing was clever or I like that thing that you did. When people say, I feel like I know you. People say, I feel like I know Dan already because of the intimacy and the stories that he tells, and the trust as well. You know, there's that element of, we're we're much more likely to trust someone if we feel they trust us as well. So that element of reciprocity, but somebody has to go first. So you, on that episode of Multiplier Mindset, you really went there, you put out that information about your family, and you didn't really know how people were gonna react to that. You didn't know if they were gonna hold it against you. You didn't know if they were gonna kind of snicker behind your back. But to those who really absorbed that story, I think the level of trust that they had for you after Mm -hmm. that would skyrocket because you decided to go there first.
1: You know, we're um, acquiring the ability in this century with our technology to have relationships across the globe like they're next door neighbors, you know. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's a really interesting world for for me to be, you know, doing this, uh, you know, in my 70s and uh, but I, I, fi- I find very comfortable with that because I grew up in a small town I grew up on a farm and you're very comfortable with the fact that you have people you really know but here the technology is allowing us to do that at a distance and other time zones as if it was happening
0: right in the room here we're just about ready to wrap up Dan any final thoughts as we No wrap I just want to
1: thank you for uh, you know all the you know the structure and actual you know the real organization of, of podcasting that has backed up everything that we were already creating but it's just I mean we're we're kind of a big deal you know you went to the, <laughs> you went to uh, Orlando and you said you know you guys are kind of a big deal in the world well we want to be a big deal it's just that we're very passionate and I guess if you're passionate about this you're going to be well known uh, that's mm-hmm. all I can say
0: so the best part about our podcast network if you haven't had a chance to join us or take a look at it you can visit strategicpodcasts.com Dot com It's on your own schedule. you can listen to us when you want and it's free and it always will be. So check us out at strategicpodcasts.com. Thanks again, Jen. Dan for uh, joining me today. Yes and Jen too <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, no I, pre- uh, I I really
1: appreciate it and uh, you know I hope uh, you know we get some podcasting careers launched out of what we've shared this morning. Me too. that would be a lot of fun.